Jerry weigh in on the day's sports conversation. It's the Daily Rewind. Let's start in the morning. Golik and Wingo, 6 to 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 580. Today, the guys uh, had Adam Schefter on ESPN NFL Insider. There's a new football league coming to town, and Schefter says, we need a new football league. It's not quite sure if it's this one. We've seen a lot of these leagues come and go, and and maybe this one will succeed. It's got a lot of brain power there. I, I do think that there is the need for some sort of developmental league for players, and I know that's something that I don't know that – that's why they're doing this. They're right. doing this as a business venture. Let's be very clear, I would think. That is Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider. He's talking about the new football venture uh, that Dick Ebersole's son has put together, uh, Jerry. Uh, Charlie I love Ebersole. this story. Yeah, uh, the XFL is coming back, but also uh, we're going to have a new football league called A-A-F, the Alliance right? of American Football. Yes, the Alliance of American and Football. And the guy who's putting it together made the 30 for 30 on the XFL, right? Yes, Charlie Ebersole, Dick That's Ebersole's hilarious. son. Uh, it seems to me... <laughs> now. By the way, Adam Schefter is right. There needs to be a developmental league for the NFL, something more than college football, because sure. guys are leaving college football getting drafted, and there's talent there. They're just not ready, especially for quarterbacks. For some reason, we can't find 32 guys on this planet to quarterback NFL teams, whether they're going to other sports or they're just not ready at the time, they haven't developed enough. So we need a developmental league. Is this going to be that? I don't think so. This seems more like, hey, let's let's try to get guys out there and, and make as much money as we can here. And also, and, and of course, Charlie Ebersole is trying to beat Vince McMahon to the punch. They're coming out a year early. They're trying to get into the uh, non-NFL football space. Yeah, before. starting in January, right after the Super Bowl. Um, the biggest problem here is, is going to be the same mistake the XFL made 10 years ago. The big mistake the XFL made was they came out too early. They weren't prepared. Um, he did it right this time. He gave himself a two-year lead. Man, some of the guys they have involved in this other league, though, with with Charlie Ebersole. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see Troy Polamalu's name. I see Bill oh, yeah. Polian's name. Yeah. I know that Dick Ebersole is going to be some sort of uh, an advisor for this, too. Uh, eventually, someone's going to get this right. But for the NFL, this is good news. So now I have two renegade leagues that are going to be... We have the CFL. It's good. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But they're not competing with the NFL. What I'm saying is, you're right, three leagues. Okay, so now mm. not only are you fighting for market share with the CFL, but I'm fighting for market share if I'm the American Football Alliance or whatever. Um, Do you with... think these are doing it when they're doing it because they also don't want to compete for talent oh, they, with the no, CFL they wanna, as well? They want to stay the hell away from the NFL. They're doing this in the spring because they want to stay away from the, the NFL. But they're avoiding the CFL as well. Uh, yes, but I think they're trying to bridge that gap where perhaps you have the most opportunity for people. that they you have that. How many times do we say this? That first Sunday without football. And uh, they're going to try to fill that gap there. What do you say we move on to the Dan Lebitard Show? 10 to 1 here on ESPN 580 today. Uh, Dan reacting to the news of a retirement. Did I hear you mention during your weekend observations that Woodhead now retired? That he retired now. Yeah, Danny Woodhead. Yeah, but you guys were talking last week about him being an important piece for for what Baltimore? That somebody he had just signed in Baltimore, and you guys, where did he? Where no, he was released, and he could be a piece for another team. But he decided he no longer wanted to be a piece. He decided he wanted to retire. A lot of injuries on that uh, small body of Danny Woodheads, but don't rule out him coming back. Yeah. Well, who are the guys in that sport that have bodies like that who aren't banged up? Like last year, Darren Sproles on one play like fractured. 
fractured his elbow and tore his knee ligament. Well, he would have been a great example outside of what happened to him last year, but which those, is it's hard but, to hit those but guys. guys. Those size, it's hard to hit them, but you know that the Edelmans and the Welkers and the Amendolas, you know that they are accruing pain at a higher rate. Dan Lebitard show 10 to 1. Uh, Dan's right. Uh, those guys that come into the league that are smaller, they're going to have... I guess, lesser careers in, in terms of length. They're going to have shorter careers because those guys just can't take the beating. It's the concern with Baker Mayfield. Is it not? Baker Mayfield worked out with the Miami Dolphins today, and all I keep hearing is, well, he's six foot, he's six foot one. Lamar Jackson, too, though he's taller, he's slight of build. And those guys are quarterbacks, but can they take the beating? Uh, Especially that, Lamar Jackson, because what, 50% of his asset is his ability to take a hit and get out into the You know the who field the other guy is? The other guy is that I worry about? Christian McCaffrey. Oh, McCaffrey's wow. the guy with the Carolina Panthers. Just someone at, at, at some point, I'm worried about this, is going to light this kid up. Where Cam Newton, who's already kind of, he has accuracy issues, he's going to lead him across the middle or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And by the way, McCaffrey puts himself into danger too, but... And someone is just going to lay him out. And it's going to be about coming back from that. But those smaller guys, I throw McCaffrey in there, Woodhead, uh, Wex Wel- uh, Wes Welker, they had, to, they had to drag off the field. It's just, it's not a pretty ending for any of those guys. Here's Stephen A. Smith Show. I don't blame Dave Gettleman and those guys if they sit up there and say, we don't necessarily need or need to prioritize a quarterback at this particular juncture. Because guess what? Eli Manning's got two to three years left in him. If we get him some help, I really believe that that puts them in a good position. So if Saquon Barkley is there, the Giants absolutely positively have to take him. I think the case has been made for Barkley to be the number two overall pick. That is the Stephen A. Smith Show. So Stephen A. says that Saquon Barkley is going to be the number two pick. I'm going to tell you this. I see the Giants trading out of the number two spot. They're not going to take a guy number two. They need a ton of help. Saquon Barkley is a bell cow running back. You know what? That's great. But also when I see guys like Kareem Hunt go in the fourth round, I don't know if I would take a running back. And this is the age-old discussion. Can you take one of the top five? Sure, it works with Leonard Fournette and Ezekiel Elliott. And by the way, Saquon Barkley looks every bit the part as those guys. But when I'm the New York football Giants and I need help on the offensive line, I need help on the defense, I could use another wide receiver, let's say. I don't know the future of Odell Beckham Jr. He's inconsistent. And I'm married to Eli Manning for at least another couple of seasons. I trade back. I call up the Buffalo Bills. Can we go back to that part? Yeah. Two to three more years of Eli Manning? I'm saying. No way it's happening. If that's my perception, okay, from Dave Gettleman's standpoint, and they look at Eli and they say, you know what, Eli... You can you can do this for another two to three years. I mean, how old is Eli Manning? What is he, 36? Yeah. Okay, 35, I mean, yeah. 37. He'll be 36. 37. 37. He turned 37. There's no way. He's not can Tom he get Brady. To 40? Can he get to 40? He eats popcorn. He's not making it to 40. If you protect him, maybe he can make it another two years. But if, if I'm convinced that Eli can make it another two or I like one of the guys that's in my locker room and I don't believe that, if you don't want to take a quarterback here, basically, you trade back, you call up Buffalo, and you say, great, you got A.J. McCarron, you got to think about the future. You call up Denver. Hey, you know, you just paid Case Keenum, but you need to worry about for life after Case Keenum because he can't elevate talent around him. He needs a lot of talent with him. So uh, I have to say, I think the Giants end up trading back, and at 1, 2, and 3, you see quarterbacks, and then, and then do the Browns take Saquon Barkley at 4, let's say, or do the Browns trade back to another team we keep that wants to get quarterback at 4? How many years... This would be the third draft you and I have cried out Browns are going to trade back. They haven't done it. They have not.
They have not. And and they have that top pick, though, where they're going to take the guy that they believe in. Uh, we'll have to see. But for them, it's also about creating some more assets. I think they probably use that pick at number four. But uh, I, I think they end up the, the way that I think this goes. And in fact, I'm looking at a mock draft right now. Um, and I, I just opened this in front of me. Who who did this mock draft? All right. Albert Breer of the MMQB. All right. Does great work. Love Albert Breer's work. He has Cleveland taking Sam Darnold one Buffalo trading up to number two with the New York football Giants. Glad that we're on the same page there, Albert. Taking Josh Allen, the Jets taking Josh Rosen at three, and then Denver trading up with Cleveland to take Baker Mayfield at four. There you go. And then at number five, Denver would move up from five to four. Cleveland would take Saquon Barkley. So that's, that is that is the way that he has that going. I don't know why you would trade from Do five you like to four. That? Do you like that? I like that for Cleveland. I'll tell you that. 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. That is 21232. Listen, we we love car wrecks, man. Like when there's a car accident on the side of the road, you can't help. But that's why that's why I-4 is so slow. Because in a fender bender, everyone needs to tap on the brakes and say, wait, is there scratch on the front left side? We love it. And that's what Cleveland is. Cleveland is the the car wreck, the train wreck. Of all professional sports. I can't look away. I talk more about Cleveland than I do some Orlando teams. And I feel bad about it. But also, they're always interesting. Now they got Tyrod Taylor and a bunch of other... Deshaun Kaiser's gone. I They are. They're always interesting. Our Dubs Red Teed Up question of the night. What sporting event or team has made you cry? I'm sure Cleveland's on this list somewhere. 844-225-5580. We tackle that next. It's live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580 Orlando.